0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the second season of Changemakers, your show for new online business owners looking for inspiration and courage as they begin their entrepreneurial journey. On this show, we have solo episodes where yours truly, Valerie Fisher, will discuss neuro-linguistic programming, sales and marketing, and business tips. Majority of the show will have guests who will share stories of their own journey and whose products and services will also help to serve new online business owners like you, our listeners and viewers. I'm excited for this episode. So let's get the ball rolling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Today, we are here with Dawn. I am very excited. I am actually in the US right now and she is my first interview while I'm here. Um, And Dawn, um, we are actually part of the same Facebook group and I am very interested to hear about her book. And I'm also very interested to share her book with everybody. Good morning, Dawn.
1: Good morning Valerie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so um let's
0: get right to it. Um tell me because the name of the show is Change Makers. Was there anything like what is the change that you would like for yourself or in the world that prompted you or inspired you to start your business?
1: Well, to be honest, I have been a freelance writer as a side gig for well over a decade, right? But as with many people in 2020, uh, when COVID happened, I got laid off. And all of a sudden, I had this realization that, well, I can't just depend on one thing to make money. I, I need to have more than that, because you just never know what happens, right? This is not the first time I've lost a job. And just that realization of, oh my gosh, I never realized how dependent I was on that single stream of income. And it scared me because my husband lost his job at the same time. So as as a parent, of course, I go to worst case scenario. Oh my gosh, we're gonna lose the house and we can't feed our kids. (laughs) <laughs> which never happened. Um, but just in your brain, that's where you go for, for many people. And so I realized, you know what, even if at some point I go back to work and get a corporate job again, because I do really enjoy uh, people and, and being in a workplace, I still want to make sure that I have another stream of income. Mm-hmm. And I've been a freelance writer for years. So I thought, I'll write a book. Because the other thing I saw happening that I really wanted to address was the number of people that were doing what I did, just jumped online thinking they could make a business. But then after 30 days or 60 days, they think it should. It doesn't, they aren't you know, suddenly making seven figures like they think they should. And it's a shame because there are so many people that have great ideas for business. And if they stick with it, they can make it. They can make a go of it, at at least as a side gig, if not as a full-time. So that just really bothered me that I saw so many people doing that. So that's how I came up with the topic for my book, which is um, Success Guaranteed, Nine Lies Online Entrepreneurs Need to Know. So I took Uh, kind of pulsed people on Facebook and different places, new entrepreneurs, what have you struggled with? What have you heard? What is what is causing you the most difficulty? And came up with this list of nine things that were commonly talked about, that people said, you know, it's really frustrating, because I feel like I should be able to whatever, right. Mm -hmm. And so I took those. And Um, then I interviewed 20 plus entrepreneurs. So people who are living it, who are doing it, and they vary everywhere from been in business for 35 years and have a brick and mortar in addition to online business Mm -hmm. to been in business for just about a year. So brand new people who really understand the trenches and how hard it is and how frustrating it is and and got all of them to share some wisdom about all these different nine lies and myths. And I, I just, I'm so excited about this book because I really think it turned out very well. And it's got a lot of hard information that you can just follow and take it right to your business and apply it right away. Um, as well as being just kind of fun to read. You know, there's some humor in there and there's stories from different people's lives and things like that. So. That's just, that's kind of a long way around, but just, I saw a need. I saw people giving up and that bothered me. I don't like to see people giving up just because they're frustrated and they don't think they can do it. When I know darn good and well, if I can do it, they can do it.
0: Yes, I, I so resonate with, you know, I saw resonate with what you said about you see the need for people to do something. Like, for example, um, for me, since I serve new online entrepreneurs, my insight was, you know, there's a lot of um, gurus and, like, you know, social media managers, Facebook ad specialists that at least, um, I, I don't, I mean, I can't say for sure in the US, but they charge a lot of money because they are the specialists right now and Mm -hmm. these new online entrepreneurs they kind of feel um you know helpless so because you know they can't transition online so they pay really big amount as much as what they actually earn sometimes in their businesses so Mm -hmm. um like you it bothered me you know it bothered me and that is what i want to share with people now like you know you can do it. If I was able to transition my business online, you can do it too. And, and mm-hmm. that, you know, that's why I resonate with it because I think that really good business models or business concepts are actually based on real insights. So I'm, you know, yeah. I'm very excited because, because your, your, your nine things are like, I'm sure it exists. It's there somewhere and many, many more people can relate with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and the thing that I found. So when I started writing this book, I was actually kind of angry, I'll be honest, because I had seen a marketing technique really take off for a lot of people. And this marketing technique is you go on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you are for your social media. And you say something like, I just booked a three thousand, a client for $3,000. Does anybody want to know my system? And When you see that kind of marketing over and over and over and over again, not understanding that that might be that person's first client, you don't know, Mm -hmm. they've just learned a technique and it makes it look like everyone has figured it out except me. Why can't I figure it out? Why am I not booking clients? What's wrong with me? And you get that mindset and pretty soon you just kind of give up because again, you see it over and over and over again, but it's just a marketing technique. It doesn't mean that that person has a full slate of clients and is making tons of money because let's be honest, if they had a full slate of clients, they wouldn't be marketing on Facebook. Not like that. They don't need to because they'd be getting referrals and renewals. So, but people don't understand that, especially to tell them that kind of sit back and go, oh, okay, all right. That's just a marketing technique. I can move on. I can ignore that. I can, I don't need to take that into myself and think that something's wrong with me. So yeah, that's, so that's why I started, but yeah. Exactly. You know, and there's so many and some of the lies like, you know, it's going to be fast. It's going to be easy. You're going to make tons of money, things like that. People don't understand where that came from. Now, I've been in business online as a freelance writer for a really long time. I was there when the internet was new. So I know where that came from, because I was there when the saying was, it is easier to build an online business than a brick and mortar business. It is faster to do an online business than a brick and mortar business. And that remains true. It usually takes three to five years for a brick and mortar business to be making money consistently and be profitable, that kind of thing. Um, Online, much faster. Usually it's about a year but that somehow has morphed into this idea that if you have an idea for a business or a product, if you go online in 30 days, you're going to have hundreds of clients. And in 90 days, you're going to be sitting on a beach sipping a beverage and the money's just rolling in. And it doesn't happen that way. Very rarely. There are a few they're called unicorns and they're called unicorns for a reason because it doesn't happen very often, but, There's still, again, there's that marketing that says, hey, do my thing, and you're going to leap forward in your business, and you buy the product or the service, and you try it, and it doesn't work for you. And like you said, then you've just spent a bunch of money. It doesn't work for you. Now you're frustrated. Okay, well, let's try something else that didn't work, and you spend some more money, and it still didn't work, and it's just this big cycle of frustration. And I saw that, and I'm like, no, stop. Don't do that. This is a better way to do it. And I got input from, like I said, 20 plus entrepreneurs who shared their lives and their stories and how did they get started and what kind of businesses do they have and what's their frustrations and what are their learnings? What are their big takeaways? Things like that. So I just, I really feel like this book is something that is so needed for new entrepreneurs to read and and kind of get some insight and some understanding so that then they can create a plan and have realistic expectations and understand that, okay, I really want to be a coach because I have this thing happen in my life and I overcame it and I want to share that with others, but it's going to take me about a year and I need to have a financial plan for that and I need to have a marketing strategy for that and I need to understand how to stay authentic to who I am and not try and pretend to be something I'm not just to get clients. Cause somebody told me that's what I'm supposed to do. Yes.
0: <laughs> I so
1: <Right>?
0: <laughs> yes. um, You know, like what I said is I resonate. I had to actually stop for a while, um, you know, buying courses and attending because it's all in my head and you get you say you know one coach says this one guru says that and it's all in your head so i had to say you know what stop i want to know mm-hmm. i feel i want to re- really think about what i can do um what is unique to me and because some because sometimes the, their words get to you <laughs> exactly
1: yes Yes, exactly. Well, and the, that was actually one of the things that I talk about in the book is I actually walk through a process to pick the coach, pick a coach for yourself uh, to understand, well, how do you pick the right product? Because I've done it too. I've bought things and said, okay, this is it. I, this is great. I'm going to be making tons of money if I follow this process. And I have to tell you, none of them worked for me. None of them. But when I did that, I, I, you know, there are people out there who are really good at selling and they get you so excited about what it is that they're doing and what it is they're selling and you think, yeah, that's going to be great. But when you stop for a moment and say, okay, that person is an extrovert. They love people. So that mindset is going to be a part of whatever this program is. If I'm an introvert, that prog- program's probably not going to work for me. Cause I'm not going to be feeling comfortable doing the things that they're going to tell me to do. And people are going to see that. They're going to feel that and they're not going to trust me and they're not going to buy it from me. And it's not going to work. But if you don't stop for a moment and think about buying, you're going to get sucked in You're, you know, yeah, this is going to be great. And then it's not going to work. And again, you're going to think it's you and why, what's wrong with me. When in fact it just wasn't the right process for you now i hired a coach um, who was absolutely phenomenal but i went through the steps that i talk about in the book you know talk to them in person get some references interact with them make sure their personality resonates with you things like that so you do the legwork ahead of time and then you're more likely to find someone that resonates with you. And she's fantastic. She taught me things I didn't even know to ask about. And she taught me that kind of, those kind of aha moments. That's what you're looking for as a new entrepreneur. And it just, I I never thought I would hire a coach. And I certainly never thought I would spend the kind of money I spent with her, but it was worth every single penny. And, but again, if I hadn't done that legwork, I could have ended up with somebody that it didn't work out that well for me because they didn't resonate and they were telling me to do things that I didn't want to do, things like that. So yes. it's just it's so important to be authentic and understand who you are, and do that legwork before you start buying things, mm-hmm. so you make sure that where you're spending money is more likely to actually be something that'll work for you.
0: Yeah, I agree. I can can we just um, go back to that time when you first started your your book? Um, -hmm. did you actually start the process and how did you do the selection process?
1: Well, so I am a member of a couple of groups where they match podcasters with people who want to be guests. So I knew I wanted to write this book and I knew I didn't want it just to be me. I didn't want it just my point of view because I'm only one person and we are all different. I wanted to make sure the book had people in it that would resonate with different people. So if you're a single mom or whatever is going on in your life, you'll read my book and go, oh, hey, that person's like me. They've had some of the same struggles. I I can listen to that. Um, So what I did is I went into those Facebook groups and basically said, I'm writing this book. These are the things I want to talk about. Who would be willing to be interviewed? And I was amazed. I had over 50 people volunteer to be interviewed for this book. Now that was way too many people. I, I can't do that much and make sure I get everything in the book. I mean, I didn't want the book to be 600 pages long, right? I, it's a nice, easy, hundred and something pages. It's not a long book. I didn't want it to be huge. Um, so then, you know, I just sat down and I asked each of these 20 some odd people the same seven or eight questions, but I also let them tell me what they thought should be in the book. So. Uh, I think the second or third interview in, one of the guys said, hey, you know what? You should have a resource section where you can list out books that people you're interviewing have suggested and podcasters or experts that they really like. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I did that, right? And one of the other people said, well, you know, you should list out all of the people that you're interviewing and their contact information so that people that are reading the book, if they want to follow up with them, they have... That's a great idea. Let's do that, right? So, I really tried to listen to people as I was going through the writing process about what did they think should be included in the book. And of course, to figure out the nine lies, like I said, I went out to Facebook and all these entrepreneur groups that I'm in, which at the time was like 60 groups. It was way too many. Um, but I asked, what, you know, I asked the question so I got feedback. And I tried to do that every step of the way, even down to, hey, I'm thinking about these three titles, which ones do you like, that kind of thing. Hey, here's some covers, which one do you like? Just really try and get as much input from other people, from my target audience as I could, so that when the book is finally finished and it's published and it's out there, that people who have participated will go, oh yeah, I'll buy that book and they'll read it and they'll say, oh, yep, I'm comfortable recommending this book to my entrepreneurial friends. I like this, this actually addresses the things that I struggle with, this is great. So that was the goal is to get to that. And I like to think that I did a pretty good job. It's not perfect, but you know, most of the feedback that I've gotten has been very positive uh, as far as reviews on Amazon and things like that. So I've been just thrilled that, that people have enjoyed reading the book.
0: Um, I would also follow up on the listening because in my trainings, I also say, um, I also tell my, you know, my participants, my audience to listen, to really listen. Because um, part of what I do, which is brain science selling, is creating rapport. And how to create rapport is to, mm-hmm. um, you know, use their words back at them. Mirroring. So mirroring their Yes. When you listen, when you list down the things that they tell you and you tell them back, you you share it back to them, they would be like, Oh, you can read my mind when in fact, they told you that in the beginning.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. That's exactly why I hired my coach that I hired. Because when I talked to her one on one, it was like she was in my head. She was saying exactly the things that I was struggling with. And I thought, Oh, my gosh, I've got to hire this woman, she's gonna fix everything because she knows me better than I know myself. But yes, that building that rapport and building relationships is central to any business. I, I know there's a big push for social media and you should get out there and talk to as many different people as you can. But I would say do the opposite almost. Don't focus so much on the number of people that you reach but on the depth of relationship with a fewer number of people because what'll happen is, is you'll build those relationships and over time, of course they'll buy from you, whatever, right? But then it spreads from there because people listen to their friends. You're gonna get far more business from referrals from those five people that you have built a really good relationship with than you are ever gonna get posting on Facebook groups um, because they don't know you in the Facebook groups.
0: So- Actually, when you when you already have that, you know, when you have your first clients, you just really nurture those relationships. Like yes. get um for one module, for one course, like the, the live trainings that I have for one client, they get like six to eight of my modules repeated okay. all through the year yes. because of you know, because of okay. re- because of those kinds of relationships so i have to i have to agree with you on that um the other side of it though is you you know the, the facebook cuz so i know that you you have a facebook group i'm part of that facebook group
1: oh yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah. yeah.
0: um and i like what you do there which is also the same um like what i do in my own i only have i think 100 and something like 135 but when i launched my small group coaching program. That's where I launched it. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even had to do a website. I didn't even have to do a funnel, nothing like that. It was just in, Mm -hmm. it was just in that Facebook group because like what you said, it's really the relationships.
1: Exactly. It is. And somehow that's gotten lost in the, in the online, the, the, at least for the last couple of years, it's been all about being as many groups as you possibly can, because The logic is that the more groups you're in, the more people will see you. But the reality is, is that's not true because you cannot uh, be active in all of those groups. And there's an algorithm. There's a little piece of software that every social media platform has that decides who sees your stuff Mm -hmm. and whose stuff you see. And if you don't believe me, you can test it yourself. If you have a smartphone and you have a computer do go onto your Facebook on your smartphone and only click on quotes or, or, or something in group and on your computer, click on something else. And over the course of 30 days, when you go into your feed, they will be two entirely different feeds. Mm-hmm. It's the most amazing thing and a little bit scary that I've ever seen. But I have found that true because I go into uh, Facebook on my computer to do certain things. And on my phone, I tend to do other things. And all of a sudden, there are completely different feeds. The same people don't see the same thing. So it is more important to build relationships because what happens is is Facebook goes, okay, she connects with lots of introverted women online. Now, she's in this other group that is not titled introvert women, but there are those kind of demographics in there. So we're going to make sure those people see her posts. Mm-hmm. It, they track everything you do. They know who you connect with, they know who you interact with and who interacts with you. And those are the types of people they're going to show your stuff to. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're in a hundred groups. There are not extra people seeing your stuff. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. So um I I'm I'm curious, what is the biggest learning that you, you know, in this whole entrepreneurial journey, including Writing the book. What has been your biggest learning so far?
1: So, I think there are actually three things that I, that I think were the biggest things I learned. Um, the one thing that I, everyone I talked to said it took about a year before they started making consistent amounts of income. There were good months and bad months, but it took about a year before they could predict month over month yep, I'm going to make a certain amount of money. I was surprised at that. I thought there'd be a huge variance because there was such, you know, I had people that were products and people that had services and people in e-commerce and people that were coaches, right? It was all across the board. So I thought there would be some differences there, but there wasn't. So that was pretty amazing to me to find out. Mm -hmm. The other thing that came out loud and clear from everyone was the importance of authenticity, being who you are not pretending to be something you're not. And I think that is especially important when you're in a service-based business. Because if you're pretending to be all professional and corporate and whatever, online on your website, and then in your Facebook group, you're just your regular, happy, relaxed uh, self, people are going to see, wait a minute, that no. And which one is the real you? And you're not going to get people because they're not going to trust that you are authentic, that you're being honest. Mm -hmm. So that's really important. And then the third thing is consistency. There are so many processes that take time to build momentum. And you need to do them consistently, even though you might not be seeing results right away. In the long term, you will see results like marketing is a perfect example. If You miss your marketing, whatever you're doing for a day. It's not a big deal you miss for a week maybe more so you stop for a month and you're going to see a huge difference in trying to regain that momentum so there are things that just need to be consistently done on a regular basis in order to gain momentum and to get traction and to build your business that's
0: that's really good i i i, I agree with all. i'm i'm surprised at the number at number 1 the second and the third I really have to agree because authenticity is such a big part also of personal branding. Um, mm-hmm. I, say that, I say that personal branding is actually monetizing authenticity. <laughs> that's okay. that, yeah. That's how I see it. Because people will not resonate with your personal brand if they don't feel that you are mm-hmm. authentic sometimes people will say no they it won't you know it won't come across it's just digital they really won't see but it does it really does does. yeah Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. they
0: see that so thank you for those you know the, the learnings on the flip side the flip side what has been um what I would say the best advice so that's your you know that's your that's your advice but what has been the best advice given to you in general not necessarily just for business you know that you take with you as you transition as you have this new book as you build relationships with people do you remember like a one thing that somebody
1: told you? well I do you know and it's actually a quote and I I can't remember who actually said it, but there's a quote that says, um, the elevator to success is out of order. You have to take the stairs one step at a time. And I just love that quote because it reminds me all the time, because you see these other people that seem to be doing so fantastically well. And I have to remind myself, no, One step at a time. They didn't open their business that way. You don't know where they are in their journey. They could have been in business for three years or five years or 15 years. You don't know. So you you can't compare yourself to other people and where they are. Just pay attention to your own business and take it one step at a time. Even if it's just a little bitty tiny step forward every day, that's still progress and you will get there eventually.
0: Yes. I, I love that. It's, you know, how do you achieve the impossible by taking one possible step at a time?
1: Exactly.
0: It's like that. So, um, okay. So about your book, I'm so excited. Where, <laughs> where can we find it? How do we, how do we get it? How do we find it? I feel like it's easy for me because I'm in the U S now. So I, you know, I have access to, I have access to it. I have, I have audience viewers, who are from um uh, well because of the demographics philippines i also have been mm-hmm. by the o- overseas filipino workers because a lot of people 5 million filipinos actually lost their jobs in- <gasps> oh my during the pandemic happened when when the pandemic happened and a lot of these people will resonate with you because they also were doing you know um so now they so- They're also, you know, lots of people who are now baking, who are doing Mm hand handmade goods, who are now selling real estate, selling insurance because they lost that, you know, that regular in the corporate world. So, and I have, you know, I have a lot of that. That's why my niche is really new online entrepreneurs because of that really, you know, need. How do we? How do we get that? How do we get that into the hands of?
1: It's on Amazon. It's, it's pretty simple. Right now it's the electronic version is the only one that's currently available on Amazon. Um, I am, it will be coming out in paper book. I'm actually working through that process. It takes a little bit longer to get the paperback version available. Um, but if they go to Amazon and they, for whatever reason, can't get it, can't buy it. If they just Contact me either on Facebook or wherever. I am more than happy to, you know, give them a PDF copy. It's not as pretty, it's not as perfect, but I really think it's important to get this information out there. Um, but again, it, it's it's on Amazon, and hopefully, as far as I know, everybody can buy it worldwide. Yes. Yes. Um,
0: um, tell us again that the title of the book and also you know, all of your, all of your social media pages where they can find you, LinkedIn, etc.
1: Sure, sure. So the title of the book is Success Guaranteed, Nine Lies Online Entrepreneurs Need to Know. And the best place to find me really is Facebook. Uh, my um, profile is, I think it's DM Consulting. But if you, if you look me up, Don Marcotte, you should be able to find me. Or my Facebook group. I'm in there every single day, um, which is Women Coaches and Consultants Growing Our Business. And I am also on LinkedIn. Again, just my name, Dawn Marcotte, and uh, you can connect with me there. I accept all connections on LinkedIn. I don't care who you are, what you do. I will accept a connection from you. So that's a great way to, to uh, hook up with me. Again, if you have trouble getting the book, just let me know and I can see what I can do for you. Yes. Thank
0: you. Oh, so um, everybody who is watching, new online entrepreneurs, this is so perfect because like what, like what Dawn said, there's so many information out there that you have to also filter. You know, not everything will be for you. You have to also, you know, accept that and have your own recipe, have your own, you know, dance to your own beat. Um, I'm excited to know what those lies are. <laughs> 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 you know those those nine lies that online entrepreneurs like me, like our viewers and listeners, um, are being told. So um, everybody, get her book. So it's on Amazon. Um, the nine li- the nine lies online entrepreneurs. I'm sorry again. One more time.
1: <laughs> All right, success guaranteed nine lies online entrepreneurs need to know
0: need to know there so we mm-hmm. need to know those guys we need to know those lives i'm very excited so um again thank you very much Don um this is has been such a great interview and i am sure that the viewers and listeners of change makers will benefit so much from this conversation as well as in the book when they buy it make sure to buy it guys we will benefit <laughs> from it (laughs) you know you have to protect yourself i know we put ourselves out there we sell but we also have to think about protecting ourselves and these lies are it's important to know these lies okay
1: very important yes it is thanks valerie i appreciate it
0: very much don have a good day thank you
1: Bye. bye